In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Well, hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Robin Boyd flying solo today while Sandra is traveling home from her family gatherings. I hope you're all finding some time to enjoy family and friends this summer. Uh, It has been a warm one, but it has been a great summer. And if you're traveling with little ones, I hope you can relax and just be prepared. (laughs) It's always challenging during the trip. But, gee, I remember how the kids are just so out of sorts for a few days right after the trip. So I hope you can travel as leisurely as time will allow and maybe some time to be home with the kids right after your trip. Um, I remember uh, just being able to write stories about or have them write journals or draw pictures for the people who they visited. Just something to help them remember their vacation. Well, today is a busy one on Military Mom Talk Radio, as always. I mean, we're always busy on our show. Today, we're welcoming Bubba Mills from Corcoran Consulting and Coaching. He's a business coach and will chat with us today about the pros and cons of entrepreneurship, especially as a military spouse. You know, it's so difficult to endure a PCS move, find a job, then risk having to uproot again if you have another PCS pending. It's always a challenge, but um, hopefully we have some ideas and some thoughts that will help you with that if that's something you're facing. We'll talk to Baba about that. Then we're fortunate today to have Colonel Timothy Marsano. He is uh, from the Idaho National Guard, and he is the acting military media liaison for the Bergdahl family. Sergeant Bo Bergdahl has been a prisoner of war since June of 2009, and Colonel Marsano is here to discuss with us what it means to be a liaison for a family whose troop is either a POW or remains missing. Then later on in the show, Joyce Faulkner, our good friend from the Military Writers Society of America, joins us. Uh, Today we're going to talk about what makes a compelling story. Everyone has a story somewhere in them, and it serves many benefits to share that story or stories. 
And Joyce also wants to share with us, uh, she has just released the nominees for this year's awards, the Military Writers Society Awards, plus they have an upcoming conference. Um, I believe that's in September, uh, and Joyce will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and I do believe Sandra Beck is going to be one of the people at that conference. So lots to hear about that. Joyce joins us every first Monday of the month, and I'm sure you would want to and can find more information about the military writers at mwsadispatches.com. Now, speaking of writing, I would like to direct you to a couple of things that I found across the web this week. The Military Spouse Magazine is still seeking writers from various branches of the military. This week, um, they are asking for writers who have served or their spouses of someone serving in the Coast Guard. Your work should be about 400 to 600 words, and submissions this week are due at 5 p.m. August 8th. That's this Wednesday. Last week, uh, I believe they were looking for people from the Air Force. This week is Coast Guard. And as the uh, weeks and months progress, obviously, they will be uh, asking for submissions from other branches of the military. So if you're looking for more information about that and want to contribute, um, we invite you to visit www.baseguide.com. That's spelled B-A-S-E guide g-u-i-d-e dot com or email erin she's at erin at millspouse dot com now another writing opportunity comes from the library of congress they've had an ongoing request for veterans to contribute to the veterans history project we spoke about this uh, quite a while back here on military mom talk radio they are looking for veterans to contribute to the Veterans History Project to be included in the Library of Congress's American Folklife Center. The project is asking for veterans to submit stories of any topic from their military life. It could be something that was very dramatic or, or tense. It could be something that was humorous uh, in between part of their military jobs. Video and audio submissions are also welcome too. They feel that these stories serve a number of benefits, including that they are a resource for historians, for researchers and school teachers, that they are a permanent legacy for one's family, and that they are truly a gift to our nation. Now, for more information on how you can be a part of this, visit www.loc.gov slash vets slash scope and the page if uh, would include the HTML. So scope.html. Now it's getting close to back to school time. So whatever you've been doing to get ready may uh, be top of the mind right now. I know uh, a lot of schools do go back in August and I'm sure around the country there are other dates probably even sooner. Uh, so what are you doing to get your kids ready? Each year I think the list is bigger and bigger and I do want to remind you that many retailers do have military discounts. Places like Apple, Banana Republic, I saw something from Macy's and Gap, Old Navy. They're all saying that they will offer some kind of discount. 
Plus, if you're able to shop the exchanges and commissaries, I hope you're finding some good deals. So let us know how you're managing by dropping us a note on our Facebook page. You can find us at Military Mom Talk Radio on Facebook and let us know how you're finding the way to get your kids ready for school at any age. I think the older they are, the the harder it is. They are very, very specific. Be sure to check out the podcasts that we have on iTunes from our past shows as well um, and right here on our Toganet station. And for more information, visit our website, www.militarymomtalkradio.com. Now, speaking of Facebook, be sure to like our page because we do have a wonderful array of people that post to our page, including parents of deployed service members. We want to say hello to them, and we know that they've just gained a number of new members, so we want to say welcome and thanks for listening. Well, Military Spouse Magazine, Army Wife Network, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, Operation Homefront, and Military Connection. We send a warm welcome out to those groups and to many of the others who we love hearing from on Military Mom Talk Radio's Facebook page. Now, I, um, one of the um, links that I did find through our website was from lotsahelpinghands.com. That's really cute. L-O-T-S-A, lotsahelpinghands.com. They have a webinar series coming up this Wednesday, and Wednesday's a busy day, I guess, for a lot of people. Uh, it's a free webinar this Wednesday, and they say they're committed to raising awareness of its free service among our nation's military families, military support organizations, and volunteers interested in helping. So if you'd like to be a part of this particular webinar, um, go to lots of help com, and there should be uh, a little more information on there about that webinar. Now, before we go to the break today, um, I wanted to share with you uh, a song. I know that we have uh, Bubba probably on the line, and uh, but I am not sure that I have enough time to say hello before the break because I wanted to share uh, a song with you. Um, I saw this online. I was able to listen to it, and it's a wonderful piece. It's a song to honor the military. It is by Corey Brunson's band, and it's called We Know You're Out There. I want to direct you to their website. If you'd like to hear the full song and purchase it, It's uh, their website is aptly labeled CoreyBrunsonBand.com. That's K-O-R-Y, Brunson, B-R-U-N-S-O-N, band.com. It's a wonderful piece, and if Jill's got it queued up, I'd like to tell her to uh, to hit the music, because it's a beautiful song and a beautiful tribute. Are you lonely for the ones you left behind? Did you leave your home to stand guard over me and mine? Well, our hearts are with you there. You should know you're not alone So just be safe and hurry home And as I stand in awe of you And everything that you've been through The sacrifices made And all the chances that you take For love of these United States We gotta stay 
Brunson's Band, and you'll find them, as I said, at CoreyBrunsonBand.com. On the other side of the break, we're going to say hello to Bubba Mills. I think he's calling us from San Diego today. He is uh, from Corcoran Consulting and Coaching, and we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to be a small business owner today and the pros and cons of uh, being a an entrepreneur. I hope you do uh, have the... Um, the forethought to think about being an entrepreneur. There's so many things to do with that. Back in a moment, bubble health. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Live, Friday Night Camp Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on Toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gaybors. Sex and dating commentary with the impersonal. The unknown political biased man. And people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Nightcap Radio with Lauren Christie. 10 to midnight Eastern on Tokinet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Whether you're four and a half or 100, you can retrain your brain. Learning RX, the radio show, is on Toginet.com. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Kruger. Learning RX programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning RX comes in. Call today, 903 617 6899. 903-617-6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning RX can help you with. It's not a product. It's an experience. So join us for Learning RX, the radio show with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass. It's Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. 
Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd with you today as Sandra travels back home from a week's, a couple of weeks vacation uh, out on the East Coast. So safe travels, Sandra, and we'll talk to you real soon. Coming up on this segment, we have Bubba Mills. He is a small business coach, or I should say business coach, for Corcoran Consulting and Coaching. Uh, Bubba, are you with us? I am. Can you hear me? Hi, yes I can. Welcome. Glad you're with us today. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. I understand you're down in San Diego today. I am in San Diego today, and then in a week I'm in Illinois for a month. So I, I oh go my back gosh. and forth. <laughs> <laughs> is this work or is this fun? Are you part of the vacationing group that's... Uh, or are you working? I wish. No, I, I have a home in uh, Swansea, Illinois, and I have one in, in San Diego. I, I spent a month here, and I, I spent a month in, in Swansea where our corporate office is. Oh, wow. Wonderful. So one of the things that you must do uh, is address many questions from people who are considering going into business. And what's, what are some of the things that you begin to discuss with them? Well, to start, the first thing that we look at when somebody wants to get into business is we look at their business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to make sure that they have um, receivables to be able to cover, you know, a 60 or 90 day, depending on, on what uh, type of business it's going to be. So if you're going to go open up a, um, you know, I actually just got through uh, coaching a client that, that opened up a restaurant outside of military base in, in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, she actually visited our church and she was in our, our small business um, class that myself and, and Bob and, and uh, Bob Corcoran did. Mm-hmm. And I kind of coached her through that to be able to have the receivables, the marketing. Um, But truly, at the end of the day, you have to build a foundation for your company. And the hardest part is the individual that's doing it has the brain. They have the drive. They have the, 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 the big picture involved. And if you don't share that with somebody else to be able to be, we'll say, the devil's advocate, that wall that you're bouncing information on, sure. everything yep. sounds perfect. Hmm. So many times I think people underestimate the, the value of a business plan. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they'll have a grandiose idea and cer- certainly probably an idea that's well-founded, uh, but without the structure of a business plan, I, I think it's um, you're starting off sort of with crutch, uh, with a, a crutch and a hope and a prayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, is starting out with a business plan is great. We implement the business plan, but especially if you're a brand-new business, you have mm-hmm. to look at your business plan every 90 days for the first year yeah. because your goals might change. Your, your audience might change. You know, uh, say you're, you're developing four things. One might be just absolutely terrible, and we need to change that. Sure. Or there might be two that are great that led into two other. You need to change that business plan. Don't put it in your drawer and let it draw dust. That's a failed move. Right, right. It's got to be a very dynamic piece that is a part of your of your business. Um, what if somebody is a little nervous about their their financials? Should they just uh, forget the idea, or or maybe there's something that they could they could do um, to sort of make that happen? 
Well, and here's the thing. Um, a lot of times there'll be, a, and it goes to the old saying, brains and bronze. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people might have the idea. They might have this, this next best thing. Um, that they that they want to come up with, but they don't have the financial capital for it. Is there somebody else out there that has a financial capital that you can go into business with that has the bronze, but you have mm-hmm. the brains? There's yeah. also there's tons of grants, SBA loans, especially um, especially veterans, and they're very low interest. And this is something I think that many people are forgetting to look into. And I do know that the folks over at Military Connection and uh, their um, offshoot called Vamboa is certainly a great resource to begin with as far as finding what kind of resources might be there to give you that strength that you need in order to, to get the brawn behind your, behind your brains. <laughs> but remember, though, when you're going to go get an SBA loan, they're going to require your business plan up front. Yep, you can't just walk in there with an idea on a piece of paper and say, I want to build right. this. You right. have to have your business plan. So make sure that you have your business plan. You know, send it to a friend. Get a coach. Get a company. Um, you know, I, I did a panel at the Women in Default Services Conference, and, and I mean, there's a lot of powerful women out there um, that mm. were at this conference. And the amazing part with it is every single person had a mentor or a coach. I mean, I have a coach, and, and I'm part owner of a coaching company. Sure, you know, sure. Coaches are not just for athletes, no matter what you're doing. Get yourself a coach, somebody to help you hold accountable <clears throat> and help you follow your dreams through. It's your dreams. You're only hurting yourself. And I think so many times that coach element is probably – Something that we know in our heart, but sometimes our passion just takes us over, and we're 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 looking at that passion, but we've got to have that voice of reason behind us. And sometimes that mentor or that coach can be the person to say, "Let's let's look at the whole picture, or let's be objective about this, and bring up issues that maybe that passion prohibited us from even seeing." Yeah, and you know what? It's it's not just there for sound business practices. You know, hey, look at my business plan. Tell me what you think. But it's also having that individual to be able to talk with that have great ideas that mm-hmm. will destroy your ideas just as fast. You know, they have to be open to say, you know, look, I think this is a great idea, but maybe in the market, maybe where you're getting ready to do it or your business plan's not up to it, they need to be able to be open and honest with you. And a lot of times when you have a friend or family member um, or spouse that's your coach, they don't want to destroy your dreams. They don't want to be brutally honest with you. True, yeah. Plus, I'm thinking that a coach such as yourself would know what has been successful, maybe in similar industries, not necessarily competitive industries, but maybe uh, other industries that you've seen success in, and you'd be able to share that instead of reinventing the wheel, you're able to say, this is going to assist you or, or help uh, accelerate your, your success. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're an international real estate coaching company, but we have, I've coached banks, asset management companies, title mm. companies, termite companies, home warranty companies. You know, it's not just realtors. It's right. there for anybody who has a company. It's, again, it's a, it's a, it's a sound foundation of a sounding board to say, look, what do you think? 
And now what would, yeah, what would you consider being either some challenges, let's say, for a small business owner uh, in this day and age? It's overwhelming. Yeah. To go open up your own business, it is very overwhelming. You are going to recreate the wheel that's been recreated for the last 150 years in America because you don't you don't see the big picture of it, or you have the next best idea that mm-hmm. you can duplicate somebody else's process and just plug in your idea in it. And everybody will sit down for, I mean, we're talking <clears throat> 50 to 100 hours on a business plan. And a lot of times talking to the right person, you know, my old theory is you're one person away from knowing the person you want to meet, Correct. Absolutely. I want to meet Toby Keith one of these days. Well, you know what? I'm going to find that person that knows Toby Keith. I can personally introduce him to me. But you know what? If I don't ask, no one knows what I'm looking for. Isn't that true? I mean, and I think sometimes we do have to sort of uh, be our, our best proponent, our yeah. best uh, cheerleader, because sometimes uh, we're going to be faced with an opportunity, and unless they know that you can do it, it's not going to be there. We've only got about three minutes, uh, Bubba, before our next break. What can be your best advice? We've kind of put some warnings out there, but what's some good advice for someone who might want to, especially coming out of the military? This might Maybe there's an avocation that someone's got they're thinking of. Um, what, what would you give them for advice? You know, coming out of the military means a lot of things. One, um, it means that you're you're dedicated. You've shown dedication to our country. You're dedicated to to your job and and you know to you as a person. Um, using that piece of it, it's it's you know you need to you need to stay true to yourself and find something that is your passion. Taking a job for a minimum wage or a smaller wage that's not going to fulfill your internal fire, you need to be able to fuel that fire. And if that means being an entrepreneur or actually going into business with somebody else and you guys creating a dream to fulfill, you need to Mm -hmm. persist without exception. I don't care. You know how many people told me no um, Mm -hmm. before I got a yes? You know what? That made me stronger. And how many times I failed before I succeeded, that just proved to me four ways of not doing it the right way to learn how to do it the right way. You can't give up on your dreams. You have to stay true and stay on that path and be a person of action and persist without exceptions. At the end of the day, you keep doing it. No matter who tells you no, there's somebody out there who's going to tell you yes. But learn from your failures. And stay and that's on the path. That's so important. Bubba Mills, thank you so much. Is there a website that we could find you at if we wanted yep. more information? You can go to www.corcorancoaching.com. That is C-O-R-C-O-R-A-N, coaching.com. Wonderful. Bubba, thanks so much. Enjoy San Diego while you're okay. there. I will. <laughs> thank you very much. You have a great one. 
Thank you, you too. Bubba Mills from Corcoran Consulting and Coaching. Coming up after the break, we have Colonel Marsano. Uh, he is the acting military media liaison for POW Bo Bergdahl. We're going to hear a lot more about uh, Sergeant Bergdahl, but we're also going to talk to uh, Colonel Marsano about what it means to be a liaison. And um, I'm sure his shoes are very, very difficult to fill. He um, and we'll hear a lot more about what his role is. We'll be back in a moment with Colonel Marsano. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to awaken your creativity and unlock your greatness by listening to The Nancy Pristine Show every Thursday from noon to 2 Central Time on Toginet.com. Nancy is also known as the Happiness and Well-Being Ambassador. She's an award-winning author and radio talk show host. And every week on the Nancy Pristine Show, you'll hear tips, stories, and tested techniques from celebrities, star athletes, and executive business people. People who have achieved greatness in their field. Everyone deserves the ultimate life. And now you can create your own success story and achieve a brand new you by listening to the Nancy Pristine Show. The intent of the Nancy Pristine Show is to give you everything you need for happiness well-being, and success. For more on Nancy and the show, check out her website, Nancy Pristine. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E dot com. Then listen up. You will never settle for second best again. You're going to love the Nancy Pristine Show every Thursday from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time on toginet.com. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd today, flying solo while Sandra is traveling across the country. She, Last I heard, she was in Nevada, so I think she's almost home. Uh, we hope she and the boys have had a wonderful trip. 
Now we're here to welcome uh, Colonel Marsano. Timothy Marsano is the acting military media liaison for Sergeant Bo Bergdahl, a POW, since June of 2009. Colonel Marsano, are you with us? Yeah, hi, Robin. Good to be with you. Hi, great. Welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. Um, you're from Idaho, is that correct? I am. I'm an Idahoan uh, by way of Massachusetts originally, but I've been in Idaho for 24 <laughs> years, so I, I think that the locals have sort of accepted me by now. Oh, good. Well, we're, we'll miss you in, in New England. I'm here in New Hampshire, so. Oh, okay. I <laughs> you was were, back there back You were there once a neighbor. Yep. It's good to be back. It's a beautiful place, a lot different from Idaho, but uh, it's now home, and it's, it's a wonderful place in its own right. That's wonderful. Now, you're with the National Guard. Did I read that? That's right. I'm the uh, Idaho National Guard public affairs officer, so that involves uh, what we call external communication of our own organization, and internally we have uh, a lot of internal things that go on with keeping our own folks apprised of the happenings and family members uh, here in the state of Idaho. We're in 27 communities around the state, so as you can imagine, uh, the the stretch is, is quite long sometimes. Yesterday I was in the northern part of the state, uh, 12 mm-hmm. hours away by car, but fortunately we have a little plane that we get around in. But it's a very, very big state, especially if you're used to, uh, you know, the tighter confines of New England. Sure, sure. Uh, I know our National Guard it does a tremendous job up here as far as family support. Their uh, family outreach is tremendous uh, up here, whether it be uh, sending uh, troops off or welcoming troops home or Christmas parties for the families. We really do have a very, very strong National Guard, as I'm sure yours is as well. Uh, I would say so. I think uh, after the 10 years or so that we've been at war, um, we've really learned as a community, and we're sharing best practices among states in the public affairs world, as well as in the family readiness uh, you know, groups, mm-hmm. programs, uh, and our family assistance centers. So there's a lot of things that we know now that you know it was a, it was a long slog to get where we are now with family support, but I really do think that if a family needs anything at all, they, they reach out and they ask their family readiness groups or family assistance centers. They're going to find out the best ways to get that support. So I'm a staunch supporter, and I work very closely with those family readiness groups and family assistance centers to make sure that they get all the support that they can from us at state headquarters. Sure. Now, part of that assistance is being a liaison. And uh, as as we know, uh, Sergeant Bo Bergdahl has been a prisoner of war since June of 2009. Um, can you tell us, uh, what, what can you share with us about Sergeant Bergdahl? Well, I want to start off by explaining how I'm involved um, in mm-hmm. this whole thing. Um, we don't have an active duty Army post in the state of Idaho. So I see. Sadly, when when a soldier is uh, is killed, um, it's it's left to us to you know provide the verbal knock on the door and let the families know yeah. about that, and then we we provide a assistance officer to the family for the duration of the period you know following that death. And as part of that, we'll ask them, "Do you want to deal with the media?" And most of them mm. say no. And if they do say no, then sure. I get involved. That's what happened with the family of Sergeant Bergdahl back in 2009. Uh, soon after the day of his family's notification, they were asked, you know, do you want to deal with the media that's going to be coming your way? Um, and they said no. And I came and 
went and visited with him that next day, uh-huh. and I've uh, been working with him ever since to, you know, support their media needs. They've mostly been unwilling to speak to the media and have just done so with prepared statements and using me to get their word out. Uh, lately, though, since about May, they have had some national contacts. They had a story in Time Magazine, the New York Times, uh-huh. Reuters, etc. So when they don't want to speak for for themselves, they have asked me to speak for them, and that's how I've been involved for these past three years. That's very fortunate that they have you. Is this always uh, by the family's request, or do you sort of put the, the offer out there to begin with? Um, no, it's always by the family's request. Uh, part of the checklist that our assistance office, uh, officers give is, you know, do you want to deal with the media yourselves? And normally sure. if they say no, then that's where I do get involved. But since that 2009, uh, June 30th date of Bo's capture, you know, for the most part, they have asked me to speak for them. So, um, you know, there's a few things that they want the world to know, uh, mm-hmm. and I'll be happy to share those with you. Um, mm-hmm. Starting off with, uh, you know, the fact that it's extremely difficult and challenging for them, and it hasn't gotten any easier over these past uh, three years without their son. Um, we can only, yeah, imagine how difficult this is. You know, I, being as close to the situation as I am, it's still a challenge for me to understand exactly mm-hmm. what they're going through. They're a very, very tight family, fortunately. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bergdahl are very close to each other and rely on each other very closely for support, as well as uh, their daughter, their son-in-law, their their grandchildren. Um, but not only the family. Um, the community of the Wood River Valley in Idaho, where they live, has been they've been extremely supportive of the Bergdahl family. You, you know, you can't drive through town or anywhere in that valley without seeing strong signs of support, yellow ribbons, mm-hmm. uh, signs mm-hmm. in business windows or over doors. Uh, yellow ribbons are tied around every tree in Haley. I mean, literally every tree as you drive through the main part of town. So they're seeing those every day, and that helps. And that's wonderful. But I can also anticipate that this community must also be protective of the Bergdahls, too. They don't want outsiders coming and the media coming with with cameras and microphones. They, they I'm sure that the community is protective of them. Uh, I would say that you're right. Um, the Bergdahls, as I say, have been, you know, reticent when dealing with the media themselves for the most part. And the community has mm-hmm. taken their cues uh, from that mm-hmm. family knowing that. So... It's not very easy for a reporter to come into town and, and get people to talk about their opinions or mm, uh, mm-hmm. something about that community really is a very it's a protective sort of shell. They, they built a bit of a cocoon around the family, and I think that's not against the Bergdahl's wishes. So um, you're right. They, they, the community is very protective. That's wonderful for, for the family, and I'm sure that this is also um, – Part of their, um, I, I don't want to say healing because it's not. We, we that that's probably the most difficult thing about this situation is that you're in a limbo. You you're not mourning someone. You're hoping for their return. You're you're wishing them to uh, be home soon, and it's very difficult to um, to quite place an emotion on what they must be going through. That's a pretty good way of putting it. You know, it's, it's still a very, very much an open an open wound. Um, 
Yeah. It, it, you know, it's going to be that way and until this is resolved. We all hope that Bo comes home safe and sound. Um, mm-hmm. The military community is, is certainly trying to help the family um, by providing them with information as to the progress of the investigation. You know, we'd all like to see this resolved without any more bloodshed, certainly on the part of anybody who goes in and tries to rescue uh, this soldier or any other soldier that's being held captive. Um, Absolutely. So um, the Bergdahls are aware of the efforts that are out there. Uh, we work to keep them apprised. We have a strong, tight-knit community of uh, military organizations that are working to uh, make a successful resolution to this issue. But we're not mm-hmm. there yet. The Bergdahls, though, yeah. they are aware of what's going on, and I think that they're comfortable with the with everything that is being done. Everything that's being done is what can be done. So they're not feeling like uh, nobody's trying. We are certainly trying. We're, we're just not there yet. So there are probably a number of services that do come into play in a POW situation from the military. Well, certainly the, the crosstalk, the information sharing. Um, you know, we're aware of what the Bergdahls are thinking, uh, yeah. the questions that they have. Uh, and I'm speaking, uh, uh, you know, on behalf of the organizations in the military that are, are working towards making this a successful conclusion, and that's mm-hmm. the United States Central Command uh, and other organizations. Uh, it's a, it's a very uh, tightly knit group. So there is regular crosstalk. Uh, we know what they're thinking. Uh, they know what we're thinking. Uh, and I think that does help them, but it's not the same as seeing their son walk through the door. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what what are things that the public can do? Uh, we're g- getting close to the end of the uh, segment, Colonel Marsano. What are things that the public can do? Um, there have been a, a couple of organizations online. Um, well, there's a Facebook site. It's called uh, uh, Bring Bo Bergdahl Home. Mm-hmm. So, so somebody out there has gone to some great lengths to keep that site up and running. And the second one is supportbow.org, supportbowe.org. Um, and they have a number of different things that they're trying to do. There's people that are out there sending, you know, creating petitions to send to our leaders in, elected leaders in Washington, D.C. There's a family in Wisconsin that's collected over 250,000 names, uh, and they're looking for the opportunity to present those to make sure that our elected leaders in Washington don't forget about Bo Bergdahl and his family. So mm-hmm. those sorts of things are going on, and if you go to either of those two uh, online presences, uh, your listeners will be able to see what's going on and possibly how they can help. That's wonderful. Um, and I also did find a website that was dtic.mil, and then it was slash dpmo, which was Defense uh, Prisoner of War and Missing Personnel Office. At least there, I did notice that they would uh, update if there was any um, a, a, a more current information of other prisoners of war. Is that uh, accurate? Uh, yeah, the DTIC.mil uh, um, website is the official Department of Defense website. So, yeah, as things change, you'll see things posted there. But uh, Bo is the only prisoner uh, that's out there. He's, he's what's known as uh, missing slash captured as opposed to actual prisoner of war status, and that's due to some that's, technical reasons. Yeah. It's essentially the same thing. But that's the Department chilling. of Defense is yep, monitoring it very, very closely, uh, working hard to hopefully bring this to a successful resolution and very, very soon. Thank you, Colonel, so much for this. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Robin. 
back in a moment with Joyce Faulkner on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Whether you're four and a half or 100, you can retrain your brain. Learning RX, the radio show, is on toginet.com. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Kruger. Learning RX programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning RX comes in. Call today, 903 617 6899. 903 617 6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning RX can help you with. It's not a product, it's an experience. So join us for Learning RX, the radio show with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Friday Night Camp Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on Toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gay Boys. Sex and dating commentary with the impersonal, the unknown political biased man, and people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Nightcap Radio with Lauren Christie, 10 to midnight Eastern on Toginet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Put a boot in your ass, it's American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Well, welcome back, everyone. We're at the final segment of Military Mom Talk Radio today. We've had a busy show starting out with Bubba Mills from Corcoran Consulting and Coaching. And we just wrapped up a a wonderful segment with Colonel Marsano, who is the acting military media liaison for uh, the Bergdahl family. Their son, uh, Bo Bergdahl, has been a POW since June of 2009. And uh, we want to encourage everyone to visit... um, Support Bo, and that's B-O-W-E dot org. And uh, there's also a national POW MIA date coming up in September. So you may want to look more into that. Um, now we have our good friend Joyce Faulkner. She is the president of the Military Writers Society of America. And we always love when Joyce is with us. Are you there, Joyce? I'm here. How are you today? I'm great, Joyce. Great to have you, as always. 
thank you. We say it's a, always exciting uh, having new news and things to talk about when I see you too. Well, you do always have some wonderful things. And we've got a couple of things that we do want to cover in, in our segment here. Um, I had in the top of the show a couple of opportunities for people to become uh, or to submit some of their writings. And I, I think we've covered many times in our past visits with you how important it is to sit down and write. What can you say makes a compelling story? What's really going to be important? I think that uh, when you are listening to the news or you have something that happens to you or something that happens to someone that you know, and it's the kind of story that just kind of turns in your head. Uh, for example, I am really caught up with the, the Penn State scandal and the drama that's going on there. And even though I won't write about Penn State, the issues that it brings to mind uh-huh. connect in with other things in my life and end up being a short story, an article, an essay, uh, you know, things that uh, really uh, make me sit around and ponder. Hmm. Uh, I, at one time, I wrote uh, a story about... Uh, it's called The uh, Unforgivable. And the idea is, is there such a thing as forgiveness? And what's really involved in it? There's kind of the cliche we think of it. But what's really at the core of it? And, hmm. and how does it really help somebody else if you forgive them? It really doesn't. Um, and, but how does it help you? And uh, so I ended up, I thought I pondered that for, oh, maybe three years before I finally sat down and wrote the, the story itself. So I would suggest to people that, um, you know, you can write about, uh, you know, events and places and things and, and jokes and things that happen with your children and all of that on a very light basis. But the things that really are in, on your mind that you have thought about and turned over in your mind and decided that, not really uh, a cliche. It's not a bumper sticker anymore. It's something you really put your emotions into. That always turns into a really good story. And I'm sure that there's some sort of self, um, I don't want to say self-editing, but there must be um, sort of a sense of wrapping up a story so that it's not going to be... uh, 900-page novel versus maybe a short story. Um, How do you find, do you find that people are good at self-editing once they get going? Or do you find that sometimes people really do need that editor to say, you know, maybe maybe this is a little superfluous? Yes. Uh, One time uh, someone sent me a a box that had 1,800 pages uh, and wondered why an editor, uh, a publisher, uh, wasn't interested. Well, a publisher probably never even opened the box uh, <laughs> because it's just not enough time. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think when you, uh, you've had Lyda Levinson on where she talks about just sitting down and writing, that mm-hmm. gives you the, and we said it before, the lump of clay. Uh, mm-hmm. But there come some decisions that you have to make about what you've written um, once you've got the whole, you know, you, it's out. Now yeah. you have to look at it and say, how do I want to present this? 
for example, I wrote a book called Windshift, and there are four women characters in Windshift, and I wrote it five times. I mean, oh my. wrote it. Not, not revising, wrote it. I wrote it from uh, each of the characters' point of view, and then I wrote it from third person. And I was trying to find the best way mm-hmm. to deliver the story that I already had. But yeah. how do I, you know, what's the pacing? What's going to excite my audience? Uh, how much is too much? Uh, how much is not enough? Yeah. Uh, when do I deliver this piece of information? And who should deliver it as a character? So it's a very, it's, uh, it's a craft. So, yeah. uh, you know, we, we listen to somebody who sews or, or uh, designs uh, fashion or uh, builds, uh, you know, carvings or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the first thing you do is what you sell. Let's talk a little bit about some successes. We know that you have some nominees uh, that you are soon to announce, or have you announced your nominees for your We've awards? Them. We've <laughs> announced them. It's been out a couple of weeks now. Oh. Uh, they are all very excited. Uh, we usually announce the middle of, of July who the nominees uh-huh. are uh, so that they can plan on coming to the conference, which is the end of September. This year is going to be in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, at the final event of the conference on Saturday night, we have a banquet and awards ceremony. And that's when they find out who is won. And our, our, the way we do our nominees is we are measuring against the standards. We aren't measuring them against each other. I see. So, for example, all of these people have obviously done very, very well in meeting the standards. They, they're properly edited. They've got a, a, a really good story. Uh, their books will excite the audiences they've chosen. For example, if you, you've written a romance, uh, people who, look, who buy romance novels will love this book. Uh, if you've written a thriller, people who... who preferred thrillers will, you know, be very excited about this book uh, because the idea is you've got to hit those people that, that buy in that genre. Uh, so we have uh, about 70 uh, nominees for various oh, wow. categories. Yeah, we have uh, in history, um, we have in uh, historical fiction and history, we have uh, romance, we have... Uh, uh, science fiction, uh, we do have the mystery thriller, we have reference, we have biography, we have memoir, so there, uh, there's children's books, both under 12 and young adults, uh, so we have a, a variety of things that uh, our members can write about that are exciting to them and hopefully to their audiences as well. Wow. And, uh, then we have the uh, three top awards, and these awards are very special. Uh, the, the first group is the President's Award, and these people work at moving the MWSA mission forward, and they do things that either through their writing or through action help mm-hmm. us achieve our goals. And one of them, if you remember, you were talking earlier about the History Project's 
That is yes. also one of our our goals is to help people save their stories for the future, as you say, a gift to the country. Right. Um, so those nominees are Jim Greenwald, Chris Wyatt, and Terry Gould, and they have worked very hard to help us uh, move forward, move our, our mission forward. And then the, the second group that is very special is the Founders Award. Mm-hmm. And the Founders Award are those books that inspire you, that give you hope, that uh, tackle the difficult problem and offer solutions. And those books are uh, Metal Flags and Memories by John and Stacey Polly. Uh, they are a, a Gold Star family, and they work with... Uh, the, the Senate to try and make sure that the bodies of our uh, uh, young people who are coming home for the last time are treated with respect. Wow. Uh, it's a very moving book. Absolutely. Uh, another, one, another one is uh, Believing in Horses by Valerie Ormond. Uh, and I have not read that book, but they tell me it's just spot on. It's a young adult book. And the third one is... Uh, the Hidden Legacy of World War II by Carol Schultz-Vinto. And I think she may have been on your show. Uh, yes, yes, she was. Yes, it, um, she it, was your delightful. Your book is just very moving. Yes. Well, Joyce, you're going to have to give us the complete rundown. <laughs> We've got one more month. Uh, we'll, we'll have you at the beginning of September, um, yeah. but then we'll, we'll have to hear all about it uh, when we have you back in, in October. Um, October, exactly. Let's make sure that everyone has your website. Uh, we've got two minutes and counting before we have okay. to sign off for the day. Okay, the website, uh, you can get to it two ways. Either militarywriters with an S dot com mm-hmm. or MWSA dispatches dot com. And all the nominees are listed on the front page and there's a, a slideshow of the books if you wanna take a look at what they are and, and go out to Amazon and and uh, buy some of them. They are they are amazing authors. Well, thanks so much, Joyce, for bringing all of these people to our attention. Lots of good reading and lots of wonderful stories. Joyce Faulkner, thank you so much for your time and for all that you do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Next week, we'll have Sandra back along with Suzanne Phillips. She uh, is uh, someone who can help healing couples through PTSD. And we'll have author Bob Dorr. I'm in the midst of his book, as a matter of fact, right now. So I hope everyone has a wonderful week. We look forward to having you all back again next week on Military Mom Talk Radio. Have a wonderful week, everyone.